Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello everybody and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me today is Mike Brinker. Good afternoon everybody. How you doing? I am doing great. How are you doing today? I'm good. It's a wonderful day here in uh, Columbia, Illinois. We're coming to yes. you from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios here at Top Shooters, where I just had a chef salad. For those of you interested, I had a salad for lunch, okay? Big salad. It was a big salad, but it's still a salad. The Elaine. It counts. Yes. It counts. Yes. I drank water. You did drink water. <laughs> And a salad. So anyway, today we're going to be uh, smoking another Villager selection. Um, kind of a uh, thank you selection today. Exactly. It's, it's, it's a nice thank you selection. So we're going to be smoking the uh, the uh, Villager. What is that word there? Quit, quit, quit. Uh, it's the Black Forest. It's their, it's their Maduro uh, cigar there. and uh, Which was included in the Pulpit Fest. Goodie bags. Goodie bag. Yep. Yep. Thanks again, Villiger. Thanks, exactly. Villiger, Renee, it's a great time. Thank you so much. Um, but uh, you know what? It's, it, it's Ask the Boys. So yes. that's what we're doing today is Ask the Boys. So why don't we go ahead, get the business out of the way so we can get into the phone calls. So let's cut the cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company. And guys, this episode comes out on Friday, literally tomorrow is dan's annual party he's got the cigar rollers out there he's gonna have a uh, musician food uh food i mean weather weather's looking really really good i'll be there signing autographs oh well look at you (laughs) hey when you do five six episodes you can start you know at some point you start bringing out the the eight by tens yeah the glossies (laughs) the glossies got the glossies yeah okay um yeah, no, I mean, it, it's looking like it's going to, uh, it has all the makings of a great event. So yes. if you're in the St. Louis area, swing on by Riverman Cigar Company. If you're not in the St. Louis area, he does do mail order. So you can still support a brick and mortar shop by giving him a call and placing an order. And he'll get that shipped out to you right away. But that's Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, it's time we go ahead and cut the cigar. So time to cut. Time to cut. I am putting a V cut on mine. Oh, see now. Okay, I was literally just getting ready to straight cut, but now I'm going to do the same because I only did it because that's all I brought was a V cutter. Oh well, I was thinking it might be easier, but whatever. Oh, we got a little weekend going on here. There's Mm. always a little weekend going on somewhere around here. Hmm. It's like a chocolatey sweetness. I was going to say, I get a little sweetness it's, that I wasn't expecting out of it. It's a chocolatey sweetness. Mm-hmm. It's good. Makes me wonder how, by about midway through, that's going to hit. I don't know. But it's time to fire up and find out, because I want to get this thing going. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this. I do have other cigars, because this is just Robusto, and Lord knows how some of these phone calls might go. We might be. Might be going for a little bit. But and we're a little windy out here today. It is a little windy, so this might be one of two cigars in this show for me. Mm. 
Lights super quick and easy. I'll tell you that kind of chocolatey sweetness still still kind of remains in the beginning, but uh, it does kind of uh, very early on. You know, you get a little bit more going on with it. Was that your official retro hail? No, no, I haven't done a retro hail. Oh, I guess I'll do one right off the foot. Why not? Okay. Why not? Why not? It's going. The wind caught my flame a little <laughs> bit. Wind caught a lot of my. Hang on. Ooh. <laughs> um. So what do we get? It's not black pepper. It's almost like a little bit of a chili powder. Maybe, maybe like a little chili powder. Maybe. Well, that is a. Popular flavor combination. Yeah. The chocolate and chili. Yeah. I don't know. A little bit. Just a little tingle. Not, not, it's, it, it's good. I'm digging it. I'm digging it. So, now that we've kind of got that out of the way, why don't we go ahead and do this? Maybe. There it is. Shall we play a game? You talking to me? I have a question for you. You got to ask me nicely. Ask me about my winner. You got a question. You asked the eight ball. Come on, sucker. Let's get it on. Let's get it on indeed. It is time for <laughs> the ask... timing on that. <laughs> for Ask the Boys. And uh, this is where we answer your listener calls, questions, concerns, whatever it is. Whatever's that on your mind. You to call in. Exactly. So we'll go ahead and we'll just start at the beginning and move our. Oh my God. All right. Well. Oh, these aren't so bad. So, uh, I'm looking at the timestamps on them to see oh. like how long they are. This person called three times, and I wanted to be like, "Did we max out the three minute time limit on each one?" Nine minute question. Yeah, no. So, all right. So, <clears throat> first call here. Is it? Is my app going to be doing that stupid thing? Yep, it's doing that stupid thing. Hello, this is Teddy, aka Talking Gorilla. What's up, Teddy? I have a question. And, I'm, and I said I, I'll ask the boy because there's no boys to ask. I always find a boy. Didn't mean that that way. So, to the question. Damn, I forgot the question. <sighs> Damn. I, TikTok, okay, you know Teddy. What? I'm going to call back because I honestly forgot the question. Thanks. This is why you shouldn't, like, you know. We need a screener. This is why you shouldn't wake and bake and uh, call the hotline at the same time because, you know, things like this happen. All right, next call here from Teddy. Maybe he remembered the question. Oh, wait. I keep... Okay, I remember the question. So before I forget it, the question is. Shit. God damn it, Teddy. Damn it. Okay, you know what? I'm just going to call back. I'll, I'm going to write it down this time, and then I'll uh, ask questions, okay? AKA, Spoon Gorilla. Y'all yeah, 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 know the shit. Come on. All right. Bye. Three All strikes right. and you're out. I was going to say, this is your last shot here, man, so you better have uh, remembered this one this time. 
Okay, this is Teddy, a.k.a. The Smoke Gorilla. And damn it, I got a question. And I'm going to ask the boy because there are no boys. There is a boy. Again. The goddamn title of the thing. This is what I'm getting. We're going to call this Ask the Boys, and there's no boys. There's a boy. One boy. And sometimes there's a guest. Sometimes it's another guest. Sometimes it's several guests. But, yeah, but I digress. Guess and digress. That rhymes. Okay. So if y'all haven't kind of figured out, I'm a little bit, maybe a little bit tiny, itty bitty, titty bitty high. No. So here's my question. Why did the mushroom go to the party? Oh, God. Because he's a fun guy. <laughs> okay, later, taters. Bye. Thanks. All that for that. I was going to say that was, that was a long reach. That was a long reach to get there. Um, Teddy, I always find somebody to do this bit with. What are you talking about? I don't think I've done Ask the Boys by myself. No, not that I've noticed. Maybe I did last, did I last month. I don't think I've done Ask the Boys by myself. No. If I have, I've done it one time. I think last time was with the uh, Smoking Butts guys. No, it was going to be. We never did it. Oh. Maybe I did do it by myself last time. Anyway, the bottom line is... No, I, your dad. That's right. Papa Bear was in town. Papa yeah, Bear was in yeah, town yeah, for the yeah. race. So, yeah. I don't... Pff, fuck, man. I don't know. Bottom line is, uh, yeah, I I always find somebody. So, it's always Ask the Boys. If it's Pinky, then it's going to be, you know... Ask the boy and Pinky. But ask them. Ask them. Yes. I need to get my pronouns, pronouns. straight. But, uh, you know, the bottom line is I figure it out. I always have another person in the second chair for this bit. Anyway, thanks for the call, Teddy. Always good Thank to you, see Teddy. you. Thank you, Teddy. All right. Moving on. Next call here. Hey, Nick. It's uh, Reno in Maryland. What's up, Reno? How you doing, buddy? question for you with regards to cigars that are uh, may have been damaged or just don't just can't stay lit and the and the uh, the uh, humidity level was fine when you started you know you checked it out so on and so forth question is do you if you if you find a cigar that's damaged do you call the manufacturer do you try and get a hold of the manufacturer and you know get it replaced or take it back to the shop where you bought it how often does that happen i know you had a brief stint in the cigar shop there at riverman's how often did you see that happen and do people do that normally and because it's happened to me a few times but you know i just don't go through the process of calling anybody or doing anything about it but how often do you see that happen in your in your uh how often have you seen that happen? Anyway. Hope you're well, but hey, I really enjoyed that. And uh have him on again. He was a joy. Talk oh. to you, bud. Oh, dude, Reno, you cut out. I don't know who you enjoyed having on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming maybe my dad. I don't know. But we'll see. Whatever. Let me know. Um Okay, so your question actually has a couple different 
areas that I want to cover. Which um, actually we can cover pretty good today with what we've done together. Exactly. Between you and I, between our various experiences, I want to cover it kind of as a consumer and also as like a, a shop employee. So like I can tell you flat out during my brief period of time at Riverman, I never had a customer come in and tell me, hey, I bought this. It didn't burn right. It was whatever. You know, I want a replacement. Doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Just means that on my one night a week that I was working there, right? It never, I never encountered. And Riverman it. does a ton of business in and out too, so yeah. you don't see a lot of them there smoking it. Yeah, you know, right away. Um, now, me as someone who ran a shop for many years, I did see it from time to time. Uh, more of it in house because we had alcohol in a bar, mm-hmm. uh, so people would be smoking it there sometimes. Something would happen. Um, a lot of times it was owner-operator error, um, especially after a few cocktails. But sometimes just there's some bad sticks. Uh, you know, you'd see one that uh, <laughs> damn near looked like you pulled a twig out of it. Yeah. You know, uh, what we would do is obviously replace it right away. Um, we never really saw a lot of people come back with, like, a stick out of a box or something that they had purchased and come back and said, hey, this was, you know, etc. Um, not smoking well or damaged or um, just a lot of people just wrote it up to sometimes that happens with a naturally rolled product. And that's the thing I wanted to touch on is that, like, these are all handmade, natural, you know, artisan products to where you're going to have some that just don't work right. And so like, at least for me personally, if I have one where the burn is not, you know, acting correctly, or if um, maybe there's a crack and, you know, whatever I chalk it up to look, the the humidification and the humidor may not have been great. And I missed it. Um, I may have done something inadvertently. You know, I have my travel case here. And sometimes maybe I get a little over industrious and put too many in there and the pressure and, you know, there's the foam on either end, but maybe the pressure, you know, with nothing in the middle cracks. And some sticks are more susceptible. Exactly. Especially a Connecticut. Some of these really fine, great smoking high end Connecticut's have a more temperamental wrapper. Precisely. So it's one of those things where like typically I very rarely ever complain. Um, I will say if I'm like at a lounge and I'm chilling out there and the thing just, and again, it it can't be something that's, that I can even perceive as owner operator, but if it just will not light, just will not, or won't draw, just completely plug, plug up or something like that. A lot of times I will say, you know, Hey, I'll mention it and just be like, look, man, this one's a dud. Can I just swap it out for the same thing? And with us. The people know us there at the lounges we hang out at. They know we're not just trying to, you know, smoke half a cigar and get another free one. Precisely. Um, Which is a big deal, you know. The more you can hang out and socialize with your local brick and mortar, the easier it is to have an issue resolved to where everyone's happy. Oh, for sure. Relationships uh, relationships matter. Yeah, I mean, if you just walk in, grab your stuff, leave, don't, you know, just... Try to get a little conversation, you know, if you can meet the owner when they're there. Most cigar shops, you can, you know, touch base every once in a while. Not every time. You don't have to do it 
all the time. Just yeah. simple, hey, yeah, thanks, you know, Yeah. so they know you. Goes a long way. Because they want to keep you happy because word of mouth is so important for brick-and-mortar shops. And I'll say it's one of those things, too. Um, if you are buying a specific brand and a specific type of cigar, and over time you come to realize, man, this thing burns consistently badly all the time. This thing, you know, one out of every two of these that I buy is plugged up. You know, the wrapper is extraordinarily fragile and is always cracking on me. You know, at that point, look, you can say something or you can do what I just tend to do, which is move I, move, on. I move on and find something else to smoke. There's plenty of other good cigars out there. The the Over time, the, the weak fall away, you know, so like that cigar is going to eventually die out at some point anyway, just because of the fact that it is constructed poorly and badly. Right. You know? So that's kind of the way I operate with it. But and there's there's no avenue to reach out to a manufacturer, really. You know? I mean, well, there's... As, the, a, as a single consumer. There's the douchiest way, in my opinion, which is social media. Right. Where you can go into, like, one of their groups or something like that and be like... I bought this blah, 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 and look at these pictures. And it's this, like, hollowed out, you know, burned up husk of a cigar. And this is outside. This is poor quality. What are you going to do about it? And then that manufacturer is right there, and they feel obligated to, to take care of it and everything else. And so um, when I see that, typically, I don't see it as an actual valid consumer complaint. I see it as a very obvious dry bag for give me free stuff Mm -hmm. you know like hey i won the lottery and had a bad example or a bad experience with your product so now give me like a 50 dollar ashtray or something right because it's going to be swag they're not going to send you a box of cigars no but you're going to get like you know nice stuff out of it or something like that but yeah i i i don't know so i wouldn't i'm definitely not in favor of the going on social media and lighten somebody up, you know, for that kind of a thing. But anyway, I hope that answers the question. Do you have any more to add to that? Uh, not really. Okay. I, like I said, just, you know, really try to get a good relationship with your brick and mortar. Uh, it does you know, count for a lot. It, it counts for a lot, especially if you're a constant box buyer. Oh, definitely. Because that's how you can get some, uh, well, I mean, let's be real. Sometimes the swag comes in and it's like, a couple of hats instead of a hat for everybody. Right. So, you know, things like that. If you're into that stuff. I don't I have enough of that stuff. I don't I don't need any more. Although I gave a bunch of it away this past weekend. So I'm pretty happy about that. Teddy's loaded up with fucking Drew Estate stuff. It's great. I didn't so, get anything. That's on you. The tub was here. You brought something. You added to the pile. <laughs> anyway. All right, moving on to the next call here. Thank you, Reno. Appreciate it. Good call. Maybe. Hi, Nick. This is Rob. I'm listening uh, to the episode you're talking about, uh, running into Mickey Peg, and had an idea for a show for you. Oh, boy. Uh, your podcast expertise might be able to tweak this a little bit, but what I'm thinking would be great, and even at Pulpit Fest, Record all the stories that us listeners that can't make the trip out this year don't get to hear. All the mic-off stories, record them, but then redact them like a CIA file with all the blackout on it. 
That would take a month. All you'll have to hear is, uh, and then Beep said that he thinks Beep is a huge jerk and makes (laughs) terrible cigars. And this is talking about Beep, and then let all the listeners just fill in what they think everybody's deepest, darkest secrets is. That can make for an interesting uh, little thought experiment episode. Uh, But wanted to share that with you just in case you needed a. couple of show ideas for maybe when you're flying solo or just on the line. Thanks. Love the show, guys. And uh, stay safe and stay smoky. You know, I really like that idea. I just, for the life of me, I don't know if Mickey or anybody would trust me to properly, like, censor that. Right. Because let me tell you, if I were Mickey and some dude were putting a microphone up to my face and he was saying, hell, let's talk about whoever... I still probably wouldn't say what I would say if I didn't have a microphone up to my face. Right. It'd have to be secretly recorded. Then you start getting into the legality of, you know, is there one party consent in that state or does it have to be two party consent? And would you ever be invited to an event again? No. Because if they think you're wired up for sound, man, you're never going to be around anybody ever again. Or if you are. They're going to be on their best behavior, and you're certainly not going to ever hear any more of those kind of stories. Right. No one will want to be your friend anymore. But you were there with Mickey. Yes. There were some really gold stories. There were. There were. That night. And, you know, that's why you got to make sure you go to events when you can. Yeah. Um, you know, all of your local shops, I'm sure, have at least some now and then. There was a gold story shared at Pulpit Fest this year that can never, ever be said on air. You know, it was right here at this table. I'm drawing a blanket. There was so much That's going on. probably for the best because I'm the one who said the story, but, you know. You'll have to remind me off air. It was over there. There was a comment about some something over there, and then I relayed a story from my college days. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> and that story can never, ever, ever be put on and recorded. And, uh... For good reason. Follow on Mike's aftercast. (laughs) (laughs) No. Where I will upload all of Nick's extremely embarrassing stories. Yeah. But that's the thing. You show up to stuff like that, that's how you get that information. Yes. You know? It's fun. Anyway. Well, my uh, Rich. Rob. What the hell? I'm like looking at... I'm not reading right. Rob, thank you for the call. Sorry. I'm like, sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. We had a Canadian with us. Sir Luke throw out there. Um, Okay, so. All right, so this person called, what's he, three three times. Um, That's fine. Is it Teddy uh, again? No, it's not Teddy again. But uh, I just wanted to make sure I got all of them that were uh, current. So, all right. Um, First call. Doobie-doo. Hey, Nick, and whoever's riding bitch with you this month, uh, it's me, Dave. Hey, Nick, I uh, got done listening to uh, the episode with uh, the big Jim, uh, Pops, and uh, I, I was struck with the idea of, of a uh, for a show segment. I think you should just, uh, you know, have your dad call in or record or pre-record or whatever. Oh, boy. And just give him a topic. That he could just shit on. Oh, God. Something he could just be curmudgeonly and just complain about, whatever it might be. 
And uh, I think that would be uplifting for all of us to listen to. Your dad just sort of uh, riff and rant about uh, different things. So I think he's kind of got that personality. You see, I, I have this theory, Nick. He'd be good at and, that. Uh, whoever's riding bitch with you this month. <laughs> that um, for dudes, when we get older, there's two kinds that you become one of two different two different archetypes. One is the Back in guy my day. yells at kids that take off his, you know, get off their lawn and gets real curmudgeonly about everything and. Uh, the other one is to get a little crazy and loopy, and and you take your pants off at family gatherings. Not my dad. Um, yeah. And I think your dad definitely is the first of that. Yeah. He's a, definitely a yell at the kids, get off my lawn kind of guy. And I think it'd be kind of fun to like just have him, uh, you know, riff on topics of the day. It could be uh, entertainment. Uh, it could be uh, stories, political stuff. I don't know, whatever. And uh, I'm sure he's got lots of opinions about everything. So it'd be fun to kind of just hear him kind of, you know, talk about those things. So. It could be uh, a segment. Could be you know, uh, big gym shits on everything, and uh, and it could be you know, sponsored by uh, Gurkha cigars. Um, oh fuck! Shit. Okay, that's all I got. Uh, wow. Talk to you later. And I've shit on Gurkha cigars many times on here, so it kind of works and is appropriate. By the way, going back to the previous caller talking about like cigars that you know just don't work right and blah blah blah. And do you complain? I mean, I do complain about Gurkha. I've never smoked enough of them to really. Oh God, dude! Because look, you know, no one sells them here in brick and mortar. There's right? a reason, but yeah. yeah. Well, there's many reasons, but uh, no, I bought that box of the Royal Challenge on uh, one of those cigar auction sites when I first started up with this, and the challenge was getting through that cigar, man. <laughs> it was fucking bad. But uh, no, you know what? I'll, I'll pitch that to him. Um, you know, it definitely seems like something that. Would be up his alley. I mean, he's not a total curmudgeon, but uh, he definitely has his opinions. Like, um, uh, I'm he could probably do a, de- a decent monthly "Why Society Has Gone to Hell" segment. Oh, I know he could do that. Well, <laughs> I can, and I'm only 46. I know he could do that. <laughs> um, he and I were talking just the other day. There's this video that I found on Instagram where this guy is like trapped in his Corvette. It's like a C7 or something like that, and. Uh, the power had gone out and I guess the doors like you know, are electric or something. So this guy's like flipping out and saying he can't get out. So he called the fire department and he's telling the fire department to bust out the window and they do, they bust out the window. And my dad, I send it to my dad. I'm like, this looks like a Corvette. I'm like, is this feasible? Like my dad basically responds back. He's like, yeah, he's a moron. He forgot about the emergency release down by his left ankle. <laughs> So like anyway, yeah, whatever. I can't imagine them making a vehicle that you can't get out of if there's get, no power. Yeah, I know. I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, that should make it easier to get out. But whatever. Anyway, um, yeah, I'll uh, I'll have to pitch that idea to, to him. be determined. He, yeah, we'll we'll see if he's interested. I mean, you know, now that uh, now that he's retired, he's enjoying that and the traveling and whatnot. So, you know, he's he's having a good time. So. All right, next call from Dave. Hey, Nick, and uh, whoever's right, bitch with you this month. Um, just listening to the uh, episode with uh, Gervais. You guys are bitching about gas prices and rent and shit. Um, dude, I would love $4 a gallon of gas. I would love that. I live in Santa Barbara County. Oh, oh God. Six bucks a gallon here. A uh, three bedroom home is about $6,000 a month. <laughs> and a one bedroom apartment is 2700 a month. Um, so, you know, it's all a matter of perspective, my friend. 
Um, however, sure is. I am driving down the road right now, looking at the ocean and the mountains, not looking out my window at cows humping in the field, like he might be in but fuck Illinois. Yeah, I've never. From perspective, I guess, but count your blessings. Four bucks a gallon might be expensive. It's cheap for some people. All right. Oh, no, I fully uh, appreciate the fact that our cost of living here is cheaper than yours. Um, I can't say as I've ever seen cows humping in the field. No. No, and I've lived in the Midwest all my life. Oh, oh. I mean, they got to get, like, guys with gloves up to their elbows to handle some of that shit sometimes. So, um, yeah. Well, Santa Barbara County. I have a Santa Barbara story. Not one that I'm going to share on the show, but... But, you know, Dave, maybe one day if you and I ever talk, I'll, uh, I'll tell you about the gal from Santa Barbara. But anyway, we'll leave it at that. All right. Final call from Dave. Maybe. Hey, Nick. And uh, whoever's riding bitch with you this month. <laughs> um, it's me, Dave, again. Hey, I was uh, finishing up the episode with Nick Gervais where you guys start begging for calls for the Ask the Boys. And <laughs> Nick... Uh, Asked for suggestions for the Villager Entertainment Center. And so I just thought I'd throw out a couple things, see if you've watched them and what your take is on them. Um, I've just got done watching them. Uh, of course, you know, I've watched The Sopranos like several times, you know, all the way through. And then I was looking for something else. And um, I ended up watching uh, Boardwalk Empire oh, on right. uh, HBO. And it's uh, got Steve Buscemi in it. <laughs> the main character. It's got that, uh, oh, I can't remember his name, Michael, something or other guy that was in The Wire, played Omar yep. in The Wire. Uh, he just died not too long ago from an overdose, but that's neither here nor there. Um, anyway, it's, uh, it's like five or six seasons long, and I just I just watched one right after another until it was done. I enjoyed it. It takes place in uh, Lenox City, uh, nine, late 1920s, uh, prohibition, bootlegging, gangster stuff. Um, it's kind of fun. So anyway, that was a good one. And the other one, I don't know if you've ever watched, is on, um, is on Netflix. It's called Top Boy. And it takes place in London. It's about drug dealers and gangs and stuff in London. And it's, uh, it's a pretty interesting tale. It's pretty good uh, if you can get past the accents and figure out what they're saying. Uh, put subtitles on. And, uh, yeah, so I wonder if you've uh, seen any of those two and uh, what, you, uh, what you thought uh, is of those. If you haven't, maybe you should check them out. Also, um, the episode with you and Pinky Smoke, the Aladino um, Limited, I had just smoked one, uh, and I enjoyed it a great deal. I went back um, to my local tobacconist on uh, the next day or two, and I got another one. The second one was so much better than the first. I don't know why. I don't know if it just hit me right. I don't know if it was just, um, you know, the first one was good, but the second one was like, maybe you want to go think about buying the whole box, but then I realized it was like 18 bucks, 16, 16 17 yeah, bucks. It's not a box, cheaper so date. I, I didn't no. do it. Um, anyway. Uh, just thought I'd throw that out there too. Something cigar related, something little entertainment related, and uh, yeah. All right, keep them lit. Later. Well, now, thanks, Dave. If you don't mind me going first here, go for it. First of all, I loved Boardwalk Empire. Great show. Uh, another one in there is uh, that Michael Shannon, who played Zod and Man yeah, of Steel and yeah, all that. Yeah, as the yeah. federal. That was like his first that yeah. I know of his big role. Great show, though. You know what? Before we before you keep going and acknowledge the rest of this, why don't we do this? It's time for the Villager Cigars Entertainment Report. 
Brought to you by Villiger. Villiger Cigars, one of the leading cigar and cigarello manufacturers in the world, founded in 1888 and still family-owned and operated. Head over to VilligerCigars.com and check the store locator to find a shop near you that carries them. We guarantee that Villiger Cigars will be a wonderful addition to your humidor and cigar rotation. Uh, do a little inception, you know, do a little segment within a segment kind of thing here. By the way, speaking of Villager Scars, I am down to the near butt end yeah. of my Black Forest here. Haven't really acknowledged it a whole lot because we've been doing the other stuff. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? I'm getting a little bit more uh, spice in the throat. A little more spice on the back end. It's got uh, a little heavier. As, as I lost the chocolate Yeah, the chocolate's taste. gone. It's yeah. more of just a, a spice and kind of... Uh, what you would expect out of a good Maduro. Yeah, but it, it the body is picked up a little bit too, I think. I can't really talk to burn or anything like yeah, that just because it's windy. it is windy out here and it has really affected the smoke. Um, although I did enjoy it on... I went right at you. <laughs> on the Friday of Pulpit Fest when it was a little bit milder. Uh, and I can actually equate to what he was talking about the second time smoking it. Oh, yeah. You know, because I enjoyed it a lot Friday night. Yeah. And now smoking it again, even in this environment and talking and everything, uh, anticipation does make it. I, you're able to pick up more than your first go around. For sure. You know, at first you you know no telling what you're doing, but you know now it's like, man, I remember I really liked it. Oh yeah, I didn't taste this before. Yeah, I yeah. didn't. I didn't get this before. So I can see why that would happen with that uh, Aladino Limited. Well, because when the first time you hit it. It's like, you don't know what to expect. Right. Second time, you're like, okay, I know this. Now you can start drilling down and really getting into the nuances of it. So, no, that's interesting. Um, anyway, so going back to the call. So, we had, we were talking about Boardwalk Empire. Top Boy? I'd never heard I've of I've never that heard one. of Top Boy. I'll have to look for that. Because uh, the one on Netflix that I keep meaning to watch um, and having is Peaky Blinders. I've heard good things about Miss Cindy really liked that. Yeah. Um, that one kind of is also one of those ones where it's like, oh, if you like Sopranos, give this a try. Yeah. I do totally understand what he means about the accents and throwing on the uh, the subtitles. There's a show on there called Dairy Girls. Have you ever seen that? No. It's about these girls. They're in a, like a school. I think it's it's either Ireland or Scotland. Holy shit. The accent on that is so thick. I mean, I tried... I'm not one to throw on subtitles if I don't need them. Some people, it doesn't. You could throw on like uh, an American movie or something like that, and they'll still want the subtitles, just whatever. I don't really. That distracts me because what I end up doing is I end up reading the subtitles instead of not actually paying attention watching to the, show. To the show. And so then I have to like focus on watching, and I've got all this shit going down at the bottom, and I just I don't like that. But um, but with Dairy Girls. I had to turn on the subtitles on that. <laughs> that was thick. Um, so, no, Top Boy. I'll have to look for that. And, um, no, good suggestions, though. Uh, Boardwalk Empire, I watched. When I got HBO Max, the first thing I did was I burned through Sopranos. Then I burned through The Wire because I'd never watched The Wire before. Right. And I loved The Wire. And at that point, I was like, all right, what's next on the list? And Boardwalk Empire was next on the list. So, at that point, I'm like, oh, well, shit. Like you said, there's Omar, you know, and whatever else. And so, yeah, it was, that was a fantastic. Both of those were fantastic shows, The Wire and that. And uh, and actually, there was a dude from The Wire in Tulsa King 
um, kind of the bigger dude that was on the cop team, you know. Um, I never really got through all the wire, and I haven't watched the Tulsa last King. season of the wire was not my favorite. Um, I kind of feel like that show lost its way after Idris Elba's character died. Mm-hmm. After that, it was kind of like, all right, what else does this show have to? And uh, yeah, it just kind of meh. But anyway, Tulsa King's good though. It is. I, I saw the first episode, yeah. and I liked it. I just have not gotten back to it to finish it. I gotcha. So so what else have you been watching? Um, one that I rewatched, and it kind of fits into what we were talking about, uh, The Gentleman with Matthew McConaughey. Love that movie. Dude. Came out at a weird time. It Nobody did. saw it. Uh, you know, I, I caught it on, like, Showtime or Stars. Sorry. And <laughs> I was like, where was this movie? I, you know. I know. I never heard of it. And then it's like, wow. And it, I think I've watched that like three times now. And, uh, dude, it's just, it's stylish. That guy and Matthew McConaughey is not douchey. No, he's it's not. Like, it's like Dallas Buyers Club, Matthew McConaughey. He's, he's, he's decidedly not douchey. In fact, he's like kind of cold and, right. and calculated and kind of menacing and everything and he, he plays that really well really well like really well and you could really see him being that way over there in real life yeah had he taken that choice in life yeah so give that a try it the was gentlemen a, that was a great movie and if you like who was the, the blonde guy from uh sons of anarchy was in that uh as this little hatchet man guy i can't think of his name you know who i'm talking about yeah. Um, There's a lot of people in there yeah. that you're going to recognize, obviously. That bit when the guy falls out the window and they're chasing those kids to get the phones and shit. Holy crap, man. That, that was, was that was fantastic. Yeah. Um, anyway, but... Uh, Another one to check out would be uh, Spartan with uh, uh, Val Kilmer. Came out uh, early oh, 2000s. I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen that one either. But, uh, no, lately I've just been still watching that um, uh, I Think You Should Leave on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Dude, uh, Tim Tim Robertson or Robinson, one or the other. Dude, it's so bizarre. It, it, it is bizarre. It's really, really weird. But um, it's it's mm. dark and funny and just kind of weird. And so I've been, I've been digging that a lot. Um, I've got one more season to watch of that. The episodes are only maybe less than 20 minutes long. Yeah. So you can blow through them pretty quick. And there's only like six episodes to a season. So realistically, you give it like an hour to an hour and a half and you're done with the season. So I'm digging it. Yep. So, all right. Well, we appreciate the call there, Dave, and the, uh, the uh, show suggestions. Always welcome. Always. All right, so move. Well, I think I, I'm all right. We're gonna move on to the next call. I'm gonna fire up another cigar though, cause yeah, I finished that one. Uh, final thoughts on the Dark Forest? Really like it. Black Forest, not Dark Forest. Uh, Black if Forest. you like Maduro, it's a definite buy. It's a good one. Um, it's got some good flavor notes to it. Definitely creates uh, a lot of more strength midway through. Yeah, it picks for me up. it did. It, it, picks it really up. picks up quick. Yeah. Um. I would prefer a Toro size of it. I think you could really catch yeah, more coming through more. out of it on a Toro size as opposed to Robusto. I especially could see outside. That. I could see that. 
Noah paired one of those with a Guinness the other night here, and uh, he said he, it was really. good. He said it case. went really well. So it makes sense with the chocolatey notes at the beginning. Yeah, that would be good. So, all right, moving on to the next call here. Hey Nick, it's Clay, and Clay. just wanted to call and give you a phone call for uh, Ask the Boys. I know you're hard up for those uh, lately. Um, October's coming up, and uh, it's my favorite time of the year. And uh, I was wondering uh, if you'd be interested in having the callers call in uh, with spooky stories again. Enjoyed Ooh, that last yeah. year. It was pretty funny. I still owe um, gifts for that last year. And uh, I thought maybe a good topic of conversation uh, for the Villager Entertainment section would be uh, maybe uh, talk about some scary movie recommendations to watch. So, well, you know that's right up my alley. Um, those are a couple suggestions. And uh, I don't know, man. Um, still waiting on that uh, prize pack from last year. I know. But, you know I, no I, worries. I, I just said <laughs> that. Give me a hard time, dude. Um, anyway, I, 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 uh, I, 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 stay smoky. Uh, hope you get lots of calls this time. Talk to you later. No, nope. you know what? I, I, I fully own the fact that, uh, I still have two prize packs that I need to send out from the spooky story thing last year. Um, yeah. Trent was, uh, really had, bringing that up well, all weekend. It, no, here's the problem. Trent's not even one of the two. Trent's from a Christmas thing from a long time ago. <laughs> and Trent will never get that prize. Because the prize he won will never, ever be, like, produced again. So, like, yeah, he missed that. Like, circumstances missed out on that. He can get something else, but he, he's never going to get that specific thing. He can pick from the prize closet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the prize closet. But, um, but no, it's uh, Clay and... I know I'm blanking on his name. He sent me a message the other day. He's, I've got a Blackbird cigar, which I I will send to you. Um, it's he. I've got a macaw, and uh, he wants that, and so um, as payment for uh, taking a year to get him this thing. You know what we need to find? I need to uh, track that down and get him that. We need to track down one of the monsters. This year's release monster oh. and smoke for the show. We could do that. Yeah. Because I am a total horror film freak. <laughs> there you this go. This is my favorite time of year, so I definitely would like to do, uh, you know, maybe I'm... a top ten, you know, or something like that. One of these, you know, in the next few weeks. We could totally do that. Work that up, you know. I'll put a little effort into that one, you know, uh, ahead whoa, of time. Whoa. I, I'm not generally one to watch horror movies, just because, like, I'm an extraordinarily jumpy individual. I don't know why. Oh, I am too. But, That's part uh, of the joy of a horror movie is scaring see, yourself. I know, but like when it gets to the point, I, I don't know. I don't dig them when it's like just cheap jump scares, mm-hmm. you know. Um, for me with a horror movie, I I like something that's going to like haunt my mind for a little while later, you know. It's like, like I always come back to it, like Hereditary. That's one movie that just like it stuck with me. Having some issues over there. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry about that. I'm not trying know, to ignore you. I don't know. You had to bring up the Lukey Lose. Uh-huh. I know. For those of you, well, none of you know because you weren't standing here and he stayed off camera, but we did have a studio audience for a hot minute. 
Am I on TV? He's heckling, you guys on the radio? <laughs> yeah, that happens sometimes here at Top Shooters. You get somebody that has had a few pictures, and suddenly they're like, it's a radio show, you know? But anyway. they don't realize if it was a radio show, everyone would be hearing what we're saying yep. outside. And nobody does. Anyway, um, no, good good suggestions there, Clay. I like it. And, uh, yes, I promise I will get you your cigars. And I do know the other individual. I have notes and everything at home. I just, uh, I'll admit off the top of my head, I cannot remember who you are. But I, I, you want the macaw. I know you want the macaw. I've got the macaw. I will get you the macaw. Along with everything else. Say I just, McCall again, motherfucker. McCall! <laughs> Next person that says McCall, I'm going <laughs> to... It's like, you know, what's that restaurant you like, Farva, with all the shit on the walls? Oh, shenanigans? Anyway. Oh, right. <laughs> Super Trooper's a great movie. I love that movie. Didn't care for the second one that much, but, See, you know... See, now, I was okay with the second one. I didn't care for the ending of the first one. Mm. I felt like they had a good bit, and then all of a sudden it's like, you're fired from the force, and like, it just, I felt like the back part of that movie kind of got a little weak. Um, and to be honest, kind of the same with Super Troopers 2. I thought the front half was, it's them out being goofy cops. That's the fun part of that right. movie. You know, when you go and have them do like a plot, it's it like, falls apart. It falls apart. Anchorman's the same way. Oh, yeah. Like, honestly, Anchorman 1, love that movie. Then at the end, they're in the fucking bear pit and the dog comes along and is talking to the bear and convinces them to let him go. What the hell kind of stupid bullshit is this? You know? It's just, I don't know. That that was another movie that I felt they, they didn't really have a proper ending to. And so. Jack Black making it funny to kick a dog off a bridge. You can't. That's hard to do. It is hard to do. And I mean the newsman fight in Anchorman Two was just, that was that was the best part. It was it was the best part. It it I got crazy, but yeah, I threw a trident. It's like the ghost of Stonewall Jackson. <laughs> it's like what the fuck? Anyway, oh we're still up on the sign. We just went by. <laughs> a couple days later, we're still welcoming parishioners to top shooters. So if you're in the Columbia, Illinois area, you have a home. So pulpit fest is over though. You can watch cows home. Yeah, apparently. So, all right, we got two more calls here. So why don't we go ahead and uh, do that and close out this segment? Maybe. Hey, what's up, Nick? It's Paul from Texas. Hey, I had Paul. the pleasure of speaking with you at Riverman. I brought you those Bucky's treats. She did. That caramel is still stuck in my mouth. Bucky's. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, I just wanted to say hi. It's been a while since we talked. Shout out to your dad. That was a. Uh, it was a good episode with your dad on there. I'd like to see him back. Uh, what do I got to talk about? One. We'll have him back. Michael Jackson. Oh, boy. Why Uh-oh. has he not been canceled yet? I mean, Jeffrey Epstein did things with older girls, and MJ's accused of doing things with kids. I say that's worse. Like, the only thing I can think of is maybe he didn't have a trial. And so he wasn't found guilty, so they couldn't officially cancel him. They didn't have a trial with Epstein either. if I can't either. watch the Cosby show anywhere, I shouldn't be listening to Michael Jackson songs. I think what he did was a lot worse. That's one point. The second point is uh, I know you are on the blind review panel for the Cigar Authority. Mm-hmm. Have you put any negative comments in there? Because I read all the reviews, and i part of the review process as well. 
And I've put some bad things like this one had burn issues or this one, you know, just tasted like plain tobacco. But it seems like from what they write up, there's nothing negative. And I think it loses a little bit of authenticity and validity if you don't put a negative comment in there. A cigar doesn't score at 88 because it tastes like chocolate and has a delicious scent of Oreo cookies or whatever crap they put in there, right? So let me know. I feel like sometimes I'm a little pessimistic in these reviews, but overall, the group's doing a good job. I'll be really curious to find out which one gets like a 95-plus rating because, as you saw, the two cigars that are over $50 matched the other cigars pretty much as far as the rating goes. All right, hang in there. Let me know what you think. Appreciate the call, Paul. Um, In terms of uh, the Cigar Authority stuff, we'll touch on that for a moment first. Okay. Um, When I... So, like, the first review I sent in, I was pretty detailed. And I talked about burn line and this and that and whatever. And I didn't have a whole lot of issue... Um, I did, you know, have some funky burn line going in the beginning of that first cigar, but it, it, it did level out, um, when I got into the second, third and I noted that. And I think after seeing the final review where he compiled everything put together, uh, I think that's when I kind of realized, okay. They're not looking for all that detail from us. They're looking for flavor notes, which I'll admit part of me is kind of like, okay, if you're just looking for flavor notes, then asking 10 people, you're going to get 10 different responses. Like, I don't really quite know exactly what the point of that is. Um, or Or if he just wants to have us all give flavor notes and then assign a number or numerical value to the score so that he can add them all up. And then that way he can say like, Hey, I didn't give it a 90. The 10 people that did this gave it a 90 through their scores kind of get a little hands off. And then that way he doesn't piss off any manufacturers. Um, you know, it's kind of like we were talking about earlier that they're handmade products. Some are going to work perfectly and some are going to work not so perfectly there's going to be user error that comes into play so you know without dave sitting in all of our houses and watching us you know cut and light the cigar to determine if we're doing it properly and whatever else maybe he's trying to discount some of that by not including notes about burn issues and whatever else but i do feel like maybe I would hope that if if a cigar goes out and let's say eight out of the ten people in that group notate and say, hey, this thing burned like shit or hey, this thing, you know, whatever. I would hope that they would notate and say, look, you know, if the majority of these people all say this, then we have to include this in the review. Maybe it just hasn't happened yet, but I don't know. Um, I would say keep being honest, Paul. Don't don't hold back. I mean, look, you know, he asked for your your review. You're paying for the privilege of getting these cigars to give your review. 
So give your honest review, and uh, you know if uh, you know it might be one of those things where there's going to come a cigar that meets that that level of criticism across the board, and they they'll have not, to include they it. They have to include it. Yeah. So I don't know. I I I can see where Dave would want to keep it positive. I mean, look, if I were writing reviews and posting reviews somewhere, realistically, if I had one that burned like shit and tasted like shit, I wouldn't post the review. I just wouldn't do anything with it. You know, right. I'd chalk it up to, well, that was a bad experience. I'm not going to put out a review and say, you know, this one gets a 65 because it's a piece of shit. I mean, that's just. Well, just like the first Villiger we smoked. I mean, if I was in a lounge and it smoked like that, yeah. I would have some things to say about it. Mm-hmm. But we're out here on a very windy day, so. I pulled the best things I could out of it because I know what it smoked the other day in a better environment, and it was... Precisely. you got to take all that into account, you know? Which is hard when... Like, I'm assuming you just get one cigar, or do you get two cigars? We get two. You get two, okay. They do, they do send us two of the same cigar. So, um, so you have one to kind of try, and the way I try to do it is that first one, I smoke and I take notes... But I don't necessarily fill out the form, right? And this, and I. But the second time, I have my notes. I have the second cigar. I'll take more notes. I'll compare notes between the two, and then I use that to fill out the. Well, form. just like the previous caller, he enjoyed his first, yeah, Aladino, and then the second one was even better. Exactly. You know, um, and so you'll run into that too. Yeah. So, it's just it's yeah it's it's one of those things. Um, now, as for the first thing he mentioned in his call, which was Michael Jackson. How is Michael Jackson? I forgot all about that part. How has Michael Jackson not been canceled? But yet, um, you know, you can't watch the Cosby show. Um, but the Cosby show is still on a lot of places. I mean, I haven't necessarily seen it, but I'm also not looking for it. You don't are, are um, you? You're cut off though. Too. I am cut off. See, yeah, so I've I don't, got cable, and there are a lot of stations that still run the that Cosby still run show. the Cosby Show. You can't find Dukes of Hazard anywhere in the world. Oh, well, you know, you got that car, man. Yeah, all because of a car. Uh huh. Um. You know, that's a real hard question, and it shouldn't be. I do think the fact that Michael Jackson never had a trial, that plays a role in it. Um, you know, you have um, Emmanuel Lewis and um, Macaulay Culkin and some of these kids that hung out with him that all swear nothing bad ever happened. There's other kids that say otherwise, you know. So, like, and I and we shouldn't be discounting victims just because other people that we suppose should be victims are saying otherwise. Right. Because um, I think did Corey Feldman come out against Michael Jackson, or did he say? That I know he hung happened? out with him a lot. I mean, just by looking. I can't remember at some of the old. I can't videos. remember if he said Michael Jackson never did anything, or if he said that Michael Jackson did do something. I do not recall either. Because he's pretty open about Hollywood and mm-hmm. like the deviant fucks that are there. Um, if he's got something bad to say, he will. He will. But I can't remember what Corey Feldman said about him. This is where producer Tom would come in handy. That would have been great. But, um, yeah, there's a documentary. I think it's on Showtime. I think it was Showtime. Call, it, was a, it was a multi-part. I don't remember how many episodes it was. But it was 
let's have a conversation about Cosby. Yeah, I watched that. And, that was rough. Yeah, and and it's 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 like one of those things of like how do you balance the bad shit that he did with the positive stuff that he did, you know? And he was also featured prominently on that The Secrets of Playboy documentary uh-huh. on A and E. Yeah. Okay. Along with a lot of other people mm-hmm. uh, that are still held in high regard. Yeah. So I I. That is a real issue. How do you how do you balance or how do you come to grips? And I think ultimately I think the, ultimately that's the whole problem with uh actually it, cancel culture, but what well, go ahead. It comes down to the money. Oh, the, no. The people in charge, right. the people in charge of that music library, they make are still making a ton of money tons off him. Tons of money off it. So they're not going to rock the boat. Yep. yep. And the people that are making money secondary from that, you know, like, hey, our radio station hasn't lost us, you know, isn't getting complaints mm-hmm. for playing Michael Jackson on our radio or having Michael Jackson play in a stadium, you know, during halftime or a song here or there. Well, I don't think he's doing that anymore. Well, you never no, but I mean, like, the, you know, oh, in a football game, you know, they'll play just generic me- music. Uh, yeah. I, I, you I know, people like, aren't up in arms. I'm like, I don't think so, Michael Jackson's doing any halftime shows you know, these days, but... <laughs> Really, unless people are bitching and complaining and, you know, putting money at risk, it doesn't seem to hurt anything. No, that's exactly it. I mean, unless you're hitting them in the wallet, nothing changes. And um, I think it's just one of those. And also, it's hard when you look, it is hard when you've got somebody who for generations, they associate. With, with good things, good things with with music they enjoyed, music they enjoyed while they were doing things that they you know memories that they have of doing fun things with people. I mean, you know, I mean it's 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 hard to reconcile that. I get that. Um, yeah, I think the lack of a trial definitely plays into it, and non disclosure agreements along with a lot of payouts <sighs> that doesn't help anything. And to be fair. Jeffrey Epstein was never tried. We kind of know what went on there, but, you know, I don't, and, I don't you know, believe he was tried. There's nothing you can cancel on him. No, I want to say he was just a rich guy who had an island. Right. You know, um, you know, and the people that went down with him. Now, that's the group that needs to be canceled, but right. we'll never get that damn list because, because every time we do. Someone dies. Exactly. So Accidental hanging. Yeah. Um, suicide by knife in the back 15 <laughs> um i don't so i guess i don't have an answer for the michael i the only thing i could say man is that until the outcry is enough like mike said that it hits them in the wallet and they stop i think it just has to be a personal decision it has to be one of those things where you personally decide nah i'm out on michael jackson stuff and you're unfortunately still going to hear him out and about in places. And until people say, I'm canceling my iTunes because they carry Michael Jackson. Yeah. You know, that that's the type of money outreach I'm talking about where you've got to cut off anything associated with Michael Jackson. And well, and I'll tell you, okay, oh, this is going to be a... a this is going to be a landmine one, dude. We're going to have to negotiate. We're going to have to navigate our way through this one carefully, okay? okay. Because... I know some people have opinions. I don't personally necessarily have an opinion, uh, but whatever. Um, Bud Light. 
Okay. There's yeah. an example of... People voted with their wallet. They did. They voted with their wallet. And I'm not commenting necessarily on the right or wrong of whatever they did. Um, but I'm saying that, like, there were people that had problems with that, that ad campaign. And let's be real. I think in the grand scheme of life, it was like a can given to that individual. It wasn't even like it was mass produced and available for sale, right? Not that I'm aware of. I was going to say, it was just a limited deal just for them. But it was a partnership kind of situation. Like, hey, we're going to give you these cans with you on it. And then, you know, we just want you to promote the product a little bit. But, like, I don't think there was any ever cans with that person for sale. I'm not aware of. But the bottom line is, it hit them. Yeah, and hit the them pe- hard. The people voted with their wallet. And doesn't mean Bud Light's not available everywhere. Still is, but let me tell you, as somebody who lives in St. Louis... You could buy it really cheap here for a long time. uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Really cheap. Dude, I had friends where it was like, if you want free Bud Light, just go over to their house because they work for distributors, and the distributors were cleaning out the warehouse of, like, shit that was about to go bad. Yeah. So it's like, hey, I got a pallet of Bud Light at my house. You want to come over and grab a couple cases? It's going to go bad otherwise, you know? So, I mean, protests... Financial protests do work. Yes. You know? Um, but, uh, yeah, you just got to you gotta get a large enough group pissed off about it. And you would think everybody would be upset about diddling kids, but maybe it's one of those things where... Out of sight, out of mind. When they hear the music, they don't really tend to go back to, hey, that's a pedophile. And also, it's, Allegedly. Been, it's been a while, you know? Uh, I'm not saying that that excuses anything. He's dead. That, I think, also maybe kind of put the final, like, period at the end of that sentence, too. I don't know. I, it, it, that's, that's too cerebral and intellectual for me to be thinking about right now, to be honest. But, yeah, I, I don't know. That's a good question. That prompted some good conversation. I appreciate the call, Paul. And Bucky's rules. And Bucky's does rule. I haven't been to one, but I did enjoy the little caramel treats that he brought. Those were good. The Bucky Nuts or whatever it was. We got one more call from Paul here, so hang on. Oh, 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 oh. Come on. Hit the... Damn it. Oh, my God. I can't hit this one button here. Hey, it's Paul from Texas again. There we go. I got something again for your Villager segment now. Okay. Uh... Do I re- recall correctly, did you say something about having watched the new Flash movie? I did. I thought you said you watched it and you thought it was meh, but I don't remember. It was meh. If you haven't, I'm calling to recommend it. And if you have and you didn't like it, then I recommend to all your listeners that you guys go watch it because it was a very good movie. I thought I heard you talking about it, so I put it on and I liked it, man. I thought it was one of the best superhero movies we've had since uh, Iron Man. And uh, since, you know, a couple of the Thors were really funny. But I think this one had a lot of comedy in it, some mystery and shock value and surprises for sure. So I recommend you guys watch it. It's on HBO right now. I don't know if anybody else has it. All right. Talk to you guys later. Well, Paul, I'm about to disappoint you here for a moment. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, you know what? Okay. 
There were aspects of that movie that were definitely entertaining. Did you watch it? No, I did not, so I cannot comment. All right. So there were aspects of that movie that were um, definitely uh, fun. I liked seeing Michael Keaton back as Batman. And he was less serious as Batman in this one. So that was kind of fun. You kind of got that like slightly goofy kind of Michael Keaton thing going on. It was a lot of fun. Um, I liked the new Supergirl that they had in that. She was a little intense, but I thought she was pretty good. Um, it It was, I think it had a lot of potential. Special effects were less than, than awesome. Uh, they, uh, definitely, uh, it seemed like they either cheaped out or maybe just were overly ambitious for the budget that they had with special effects, but be that as it may, my biggest problem that I had with the flash and it's so incredibly ironic, so incredibly ironic that you called and talked about Michael Jackson and why we should be canceling him. Ezra and Miller. Now you're talking to me about the Flash and how how good it is. And that's Ezra Miller. And I just brought up an uh, article here that I'm going to kind of like skim and go through, you know, as I go. But we're going to talk about all of the charges that and allegations that Ezra Miller has gone under. So, you know, he began making headlines in 2002 for a string of arrests and criminal charges, including disorderly conduct, harassment and felony burglary. Um, he also has been accused of having an abusive relationship with activist Tokata Iron Eyes that began when she was underage. Uh, he uses violent, this is a quote, he uses violence, intimidation, threat of violence, fear, paranoia, delusions, and drugs to hold sway over young adolescent Tokota. Paperwork filed by Iron Eyes parents June in June of 2022 read, uh, the Standing Rock Tribal Sioux or Standing Rock Sioux Tribal Court granted temporary order protection against Miller on behalf of the North Dakota native. Uh, they accused him of physically and emotionally abusing the youth leader. Several months prior, uh, the parents uh, taking action against Miller, the New Jersey native, so Ezra Miller, was arrested in Hawaii in March of 22 and uh, charged with disorderly conduct and harassment. According to the police report there, he was at a karaoke bar when he began yelling obscenities and became agitated when people began singing karaoke. Uh, he was fined 500 bucks for the, for the incident. Um, weeks, Who doesn't get agitated when somebody sings karaoke? You know, karaoke? that's fair. That's fair. Um, weeks later, he was taken into custody after allegedly throwing a chair at a woman's head. Um, Who hasn't thrown a chair at a woman's head? I mean, you know, whatever. That happened at a get-together at a private residence on the big island of Hawaii. Uh, The police determined he became irate and began asking to leave. or And after being asked to leave, reportedly threw a chair, striking a 26-year-old female on the forehead, resulting in an approximate half-inch cut. Ooh. Um... Those are not his first instances of behaving radically in public. He is, uh, while he was on The Stand, the miniseries The Stand, Ezra Miller apparently yelled, spit, and interrupted the director uh, while filming the show in late 2019. Um, Most recently, he's been charged with felony burglary in Stamford, Vermont. Um, 
do there was a May 1st, 2022 incident in which several bottles of alcohol were taken from a residence when the homeowners were not present. Um, yeah. So look, I mean, I'm not saying that, uh, that we ought to just straight up cancel the guy, but I mean, dude, he kind of does look like a douchebag too. Yeah. The whole, um, the whole grooming of the young gal thing out of all of that, that I just covered, that has always struck me as the most egregious. And the one where, again, going back to my answer about Michael Jackson, that's where I kind of have to draw the line. Um, I still went and saw The Flash. But, uh, yeah, that was more for Michael Keaton. I, I didn't really want to do it for Ezra Miller. If Michael Keaton wouldn't have been in that movie, I would have skipped it. Okay. But, you know, but in terms of the movie itself, was it entertaining? I mean, I didn't check my watch at any point during the movie. I didn't, you know, I wasn't like completely bored out of my mind. I mean, it was uh, it was an all right movie. I'm not going to say it's going to ever win any awards for anything, but I mean, it might. I don't I don't know what for, but but, you know, it's uh, sound editing. Exactly. Something like that. But no, I, I like I said, Ezra Miller was always my problem with that movie. And it just kind of. And then the fact that there's two of them in it, I'm just like, oh, God, you know. So, yeah, Paul, that that's that's my rant on The Flash. So, anything to add? Like I said, having not seen it, I really can't, come, okay. you know, jump in. There. Now, I will say, if you're looking <clears throat> for another superhero movie that's not a Marvel movie that is, in my opinion, better than The Flash, go see Blue Beetle. Oh, I was going to ask you about that, yeah. That one, and I don't know, for all I know, that's on streaming either now or If not, it should be soon. Very soon. That was really good, and that had a lot of good messages to it, you know, very pro-family kind of messages. Um, You know, the the special effects, I feel like, in that were, I think they were a little better, you know. They still seemed a little, like, sketchy at times, but... Um, but dude, it's computer special effects. I right. mean, you can only do so much, but. And the subject matter leans towards a lot of special effects. It does. I mean, it does, especially, and the Flash definitely did, but, um, and I will say that I've seen the trailer for the new Aquaman movie that's coming out later this year. hmm I think that looks good. I know Amber Heard's in it. I don't know how much Amber Heard's in it. I will admit, I'm not really thrilled about Amber Heard being in it. But such is life. It is what it is. I'm not one to just avoid. Generally, you got to do something pretty fucked up for me to completely avoid seeing something that somebody's in because of that person. Right. Um, you know, Ezra Miller was right on that line. And like and, and Michael Keaton was enough to throw me over. But uh, yeah, yeah. Amber Heard in the. But see, I, Johnny Depp's so weird, too. I'm kind of like, they kind of probably brought it on each other to some degree. Oh, I got to stop you there. Okay. Finally watched that piece of shit Tusk. <laughs> okay, okay. Bring it on. Total crap. <laughs> oh, my God. That was horrible. When you said Johnny Depp, I was like, oh, my. But, dude, Okay. Wait, Johnny Depp wasn't in Tusk. Yeah, he was. 
The walrus movie? Yeah. Where? He was the guy that led them to the home at the end. And was going to shoot him with the shotgun. Was he really? That was him, yeah. Look it up. Holy fuck. That was Johnny Depp. Holy shit. I think he lost a bet to Kevin Smith and had to appear in a movie somewhere of his. I had... Wow. Yeah. That guy was Johnny Depp. All right. All right. I got to Google this because like, I do not remember that being Johnny Depp. IMDB time. Tusk. Come on. Fingers work. Have you noticed that? I Maybe it's just me. I've been having a lot more trouble with typing than... Uh, Wait, is that? Are you sure? I am positive. IMDb. Let's go to IMDb. Top cast, we got Justin Long, Haley Joel Osmond. Son of a bitch, Johnny Depp. Don't discount me when it comes to actors and movies. Well, no, I, I mean, I'm just like, it just, I did not notice that that was him. Which wow. does go to his acting ability. Yeah, no. you got to really know what you're looking for. I could get it when he was talking because it reminded me of uh, uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas type uh, spe- speech. Oh, when he was doing his uh, Hunter S. Thompson shit. Because he, okay. he was definitely in that type of uh, mode. God. Now, you, now you're going to have to rewatch that uh, crappy no, movie. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I went through it once. I'm just going to trust you at this point. But, uh, yeah. Well, folks, if you haven't watched Tusk, still haven't ruined it for you. You still could go and check it out. <laughs> and, look, and look for Johnny Depp. And look for Johnny Depp. Well, guys, that's been this month's Ask the Boys. Um, appreciate all the phone calls. We had some good ones this yeah. month. Um, I think it went really well. And uh, you can get your calls in for next month where, um, you know, somebody will be riding riding bitch with me, according to Dave. Um I'm either a non-existent or a bitch. I, I just say Dave's saying somebody's riding bitch with me. I know, you know, the smoking butts guys are interested in doing this. It's just a matter of scheduling. I know Pinky has talked about the idea of doing, you know, ask Pinky. So, you know, whatever. So, yeah, guys, get your calls and questions in. Call on the hotline, area code 863-874-0000. So, I obviously finished my uh, previous cigar. Yes, me too. And we have both since lit up. Um, I went with a Nica Rustica Adobe. I went with Gordo. my or Gordo, Crux I don't know what they call it. Epicure. Oh, God, these are all backwards and shit. Okay, whatever. Anyway, we'll figure it out. Uh, Crux Epicure Habano. And uh, just something to smoke, you know, for the remainder here. But now it's time for this. Contestants to your corners. It's time for a super fight. So we're going to do a special pulpit fest edition of super <laughs> fight here. So we're going to have a three-way match. Three-way tag team match. All right. So in one corner, we're going to have Luke and Noah taking on in the second corner, Teddy and Trent. And then in the last corner, we're going to have Travis and Dave 
from the Smoking Butts crew. All six of those guys made appearances at Pulpit Fest this weekend, and uh, it just kind of seemed fun. So what we're going to do is Mike here is going to draw um, attribute cards for those teams. And we're going to draw six attribute cards. So each person on a team is going to receive an attribute. Now, if you want to shuffle those around or do whatever, you know, feel free. And, um, you know, then from there, we're going to uh, talk out how this fight is going to go. Um, I have all, I, 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 it all depends on the attributes. Let's okay, go. so I'm going to go with uh, Trent and Teddy first. Okay, Trent and Teddy. So this would be for Trent, correct? Yes, this will be for Trent. I don't have my glasses on. Trent gets wall crawler. So Trent is scaling walls like Spider-Man. Okay. This is for Teddy? Teddy is a pinata. Ooh. So apparently when you beat up on Teddy, he explodes and gives you candy. And vibrators. Vapes and vibrators. That's what you get when Teddy explodes is vapes and vibrators. All right. So who's the next two? (laughs) Uh, let's do the, the smoking butts guys now. So we'll go Travis. Travis is. Travis throws antiques. So he can throw antiques at you. And Dave can't stop dancing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, okay. Now this will be, uh. This is going to be Luke and Noah. So we'll go Luke first. So Luke is on a pogo stick. I can see that. It's a Canadian thing. And Noah can teleport but goes blind for 10 seconds after each use. Ooh. That could be a tough one. Could be valuable, but it could also be those 10 seconds that cost you. All right. So. And they're all going at each other at the same time. Well, I mean, obviously not the teammates, but yes. Right. Exactly. Right. So, yeah, it's it's, are we doing that or are we doing like tag team to where like one of them's got to be in and the other one tags in the other one and i say let's just do tag team we've probably got a lot of wrestling fans okay it makes more you know sense yeah because i mean otherwise it'd be more like a battle rumble and that just right. feels like it it'd be confusing. so yeah so okay so who are we starting with from each team here let's go with number one from each team are in the ring at okay the so we got um we got teddy uh, no this Our is trent, uh, trent who's scaling walls like Spider-Man. We got Travis, who is uh, throwing antiques. And we got Luke bouncing around on a pogo stick. So... I think Luke gets taken out first. Well, yeah, because Travis is going to throw an antique at him. Right. He's going to chuck a lamp at him, and it's going to knock him off. And if you, you know give I mean? Luke a large margarita from the United States, <sighs> yeah. he's not going to see it coming. Especially if you load him up with biscuits and gravy to for breakfast... And then you give him that margarita. He's logie and drunk. So, yeah. Uh, between and, the gonna, other- and let's be real. He's going to be apologizing every time he tries to hit somebody, too. Right. It's like, oh, sorry. Sorry, eh? Sorry. And so. once hit. Let's see. What's the first one? Wall oh. crawler. Well, the wall crawler, I don't see how that helps you in Doesn't, a ring. I, I'm going to say, I was just about to say, it does not help Trent in this situation. Because unless you're doing like a steel cage match, which and even did, then anybody can wall crawl. Exactly, we didn't specify that. I mean, I think personally, I think Trent drew a power that, uh, quite frankly, doesn't really help him too much here. No, 
So, I see both of them tapping out to their partner very quickly. Very quickly. So, okay. So, let's just say Travis is in there chucking antiques at everybody. He kind of, like, puts them on the edge. So, now you've got Teddy, the piñata, tapping in for Trent. And you have uh, Luke, or I'm sorry, Noah, tapping in from Luke, who can teleport or tra- Noah can teleport but goes blind for 10 seconds after each use. Now, for me, I can see Teddy maybe taking Travis down and making him tap. And here's my he's theory. He's a big dude. He's a big dude, but he's a pinata. Yeah. So he's not really getting hurt when the antiques are flying at him and busting him open. He's just there. Yeah, but if he's getting busted open. But a pinata doesn't die, really. I mean, it falls apart. Maybe. It also depends on how f- hard Travis is throwing. Right, because like, some pinatas are a some pinatas bitch to are open. A bitch to open up. And I will also say, Travis, I'm just going to say it, buddy. Travis used to be a big guy, and he's lost a lot of weight. And he's kind of been avoiding. But the man loves his sweets. So all Teddy has to do... Is get him distracted once and just to, pop down on him. Exactly. Because like I maybe maybe Teddy breaks off a finger and just chucks some like tootsie rolls. And at if him you or remember like our conversation uh, from Saturday night, yeah, Teddy is one of those guys you can tell you do not want to get hit by. Oh yeah. So he distracts him with the candy, and pops him in the head. Yeah. And yep. then obviously being blind for ten seconds doesn't matter how good you are at teleporting. You can't strike right away, no. and you'll get hit. Yeah. So maybe it's one of those things. Maybe Noah teleports out of the way of a blow from Teddy as he's charging at Travis. He's sitting over in the corner blind, trying, hoping nobody attacks him. In the meantime, Teddy takes down Travis and takes advantage of that 10-second blindness to get the pin on Travis. Meanwhile, Dave's over in the corner dancing like a you know, right, dancing that, queen, just saying, tag me in, tag me in, tag me in. But he just can't make it. Yeah. I think that's how that. I think, I think Teddy makes it, you know, a victory for them. Well, Teddy, my... Teddy at least takes out the dan- the, the smoking butts team. Right. So now we've got. Does the, he wear himself out trying to the hit smoking the. smoking butts team. But that's the thing. How much damage did Pinata Teddy take to where, you know, can. Can Noah now use this as his, adva- as his advantage? Now, once again, I'm going to go to the candy on the ground. The distraction? Yeah. When he teleports, I believe he would slip and stumble on that candy. Mm. And Teddy just goes to the ground and just takes him down. You don't see Noah trying to tag Luke back in, thinking maybe Luke could like use the pogo stick like a bat and like beat Teddy with it? No, because he says he's bouncing on it. Okay. I'm going to take it quite literally. But well, actually just says on a pogo stick. Even even but, worse. But, but still, I mean, he can't, I guess, get off said pogo stick. I just, I just think that candy on the ground throws way too much distraction and obstacles in the way of a blind man so for 10 seconds. you're just straight up giving this to Teddy. I, I'm saying Teddy knocks it all down. You're saying Teddy is the deciding factor here. That's my opinion. Okay. I can't necessarily disagree with you. I think whatever team has Teddy has an overwhelming <laughs> size advantage. 
He is kind of the Andre the Giant of this group. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially if he's, sw- you know, puffing on a vape and swinging dildos at you as he's coming at you, you know? I wonder if that's a card in there. Something about dildos? Smoking. <laughs> There's <laughs> blank cards. We can make it one. We can make it the Teddy the spe- Teddy special. The Teddy special. Smoking, smoking a, a vape. Smoking a swinging vape. Dildos. Swinging dildos. But anyway. Um, all right. Well, I guess that would be the super fight. We're giving it to Teddy and Trent. You guys, uh, we believe, you know, and I got to also give it to Trent anyway, because, I mean, let's be real. He's a, he's a southern, he's a Georgia boy that went uh, driving through East St. Louis on a Saturday night. So the guy's got to have some guts. Um, he does not scare easily. Evidently not. So um, <laughs> I just feel bad for Dave. He's just over there just dancing away in the corner, never even got a shot. Wears himself out dancing too much. You know, I could see that. I mean, I could see that. Well, that would be the Pulpit Fest uh, Super Fight. Awesome. Okay. Um, well, now that we've done that, let's uh, let's hear about this. This would normally be the time that I give some information about My Monthly Cigars, but I've hired that out this week, so take it away. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code PULPIT. Thanks. That was highly unfortunate. (laughs) I exhaled a whole lot of smoke, and right as I inhaled, the wind blew all of it right back at me, and I just felt this giant, like, ball of smoke just go right down my throat i heard you on uh, i was like oh god oh god it's like it tastes badly <laughs> anyway um yeah the smoke's blowing right at us right at us yeah um no and i also want to thank nick gervais for providing the fucking good coffee for pulpit fest this year um once again he uh sent over a wide variety of little sample packets for yeah. everybody to try and uh it was uh, greatly appreciated. So definitely, once again, want to give shout out to him. And you can get your own fucking good coffee and cigars over there at mymonthlycigars.com. Now he's hanging out with uh, the Cigar Authority guys at the New England Cigar Festival this weekend. He uh, he chose to skip Pulpit Fest to go into the New England Expo. There's a lot of difficult decisions this time of year on where to send your. Uh, there are spend your time. There are. I don't know if that was necessarily the most difficult decision to make. It's like, hmm. Well, and he's a lot closer to them, too, isn't he? I don't know. I don't know where um, he's at. Well, he, I can tell you. He's in Cleveland. Um, so let's just, let's just for shits and giggles here. So let's go Cleveland. That's probably an easier flight to St. Louis than out there. Let's go Cleveland to Boston. Cleveland to Boston. About six one half dozen another. Uh, well, it's a it's a nine hour and forty eight minute drive. It's a hour and forty minute flight. So now let's go. But there's a lot that has to be done from Boston to that event. Oh, for sure. And then now let's go. It's a eight. Uh, no, it's a it's a eight hour and thirty three minute drive here or it's an hour and a half long flight so he's pretty much equidistant between us 
and them. But it's a direct flight probably here in a rental car. Yeah. 30 minutes on the road. Yeah. Whereas you fly to Boston, you're probably, what, two hours away? From New England? From Boston? New Hampshire? Yeah. Boston to the... Uh, no, uh, Boston is actually relatively close because they're right on the border of uh, New, New England just confuses me. Um, <laughs> see, I'd have to now I got to Google again. Um, so, yeah. So if we went from Boston, Boston to let's just go to Salem, New Hampshire, uh, where the first shop is, that is a. It's an hour and six minute drive, but right now it's due to traffic. Um, but yeah, it's like an hour drive okay. from Boston to uh, <laughs> to Salem. So, you know, yeah, he's got a little bit more drive time um, there. But once he's there, he's there. So, I, I, yeah, it's kind of still splitting the difference, Yeah, I feel like. But, yeah, no, I get it. He can't be at two places in two weekends. No. Whatever. So. Anyway, well, um, in terms of the socials, I'm available on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit as well as on Facebook, where we have the Cigar Pulpit Prisoners Group. Um, I'm on Insta, blah, 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 well, Twitter slash X <laughs> at the Cigar Pulpit. Uh, don't really do much there. Um, on YouTube, where you can watch this. We haven't had anybody come out and say hi. No, that sometimes happens. Well, we had the one guy. He uh, but. revved it up as soon as he was le- leaving. Oh, was too. he the motorcycle? That explains it. He um, was wanting a free bumper sticker. We don't do bumper stickers. Anyway, uh, he wanted to request Freebird. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> good God. Um, and then, uh, oh, yeah. Ask the boys. It's that time. We just did this episode. So I need a new crop of calls for next month. Area code 863 Eight seven four zero 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 zero. It'll be the end of October. It'll be Halloween. What's your favorite horror movie? Oh God, me Exorcist. Well, no, for the ask the boys. Oh, oh, <laughs> trying to trying to Sorry. help out. Yeah. Just a bitch over here on your right that doesn't I know. exist. You're riding bitch. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I. That's a good one. What's your favorite horror movie? And you know what? Um, even though I completely have shanked it and still haven't sent the prizes from last month, um, if. Uh, if you guys want to do the uh, call in with your scariest story, um, you know, feel free to call in. Uh, have you have you had a spooky encounter that you want to share with us? Um, you know, we could do that again. I mean, people called last month or last year and it didn't quite work out. I don't want to hear the same stories again, but, you know, um, I don't know. Anyway. Um, but yeah, call in with your favorite horror. You know what? Top three favorite top three? horror. Okay. Top three favorite horror movies. Call in with your top three favorite horror movies, and we'll go from there. So awesome. Anyway, well, Mike, do you have anything else for the betterment of the cause? Uh no. I think we pretty much covered everything today. All right. Well, guys, thank you again for all the great calls. This was a good crop of calls this month. Yeah. I thought. I mean, you know, Teddy couldn't remember his question for the longest time, but he figured it out. And uh, anyway. And otherwise, this has been another sermon from the Scar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Mike. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky.
cowbell. More cowbell? I could see that. I don't know. Um, trying to, never mind. I thought I had something. I don't have anything. Okay, Teddy. All right. Later, guys. Yeah, exactly. Bye.